Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 128 of the Half Gen Podcast. So many episodes. So many episodes. Uh, how's it going, Chris? Ross, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm, I'm a little sick. Don't feel super yeah. great, but uh, but doing all right. Yeah, well, what else is new? I, I, have a, I have a poor immune system, historically, factually. Mm. Can, like, probiotics fix that or something? Yeah, probably. Isn't that how those work? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um... Yeah, episode 128, just me and Ross today. Um, we recorded a little later than usual because we wanted to capture the magic that was the Game Awards last night. Hey, so, it was fun watching it with you, buddy. Yeah, always a good time. Yep. Um, before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit. We got a couple things we're going to talk about before the Game Awards. Uh, first and foremost, what have you been playing? Sure, so I've been playing uh, some more Pokemon Shield. Um I'm very close to the end. Uh, I'm guessing I probably have maybe a half an hour or an hour left. Um, that game is fine. I just started playing it. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Nice. I finally started it. I got through the first wild area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have an Arcanine. Oh, nice. Arcanine is one of my favorites. I have an Arcanine. And the problem now is, is I kind of like my Groki. I evolved my Groki. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me in the name of its other evolution. No one remembers the second evolution. It's fine. Yeah. Um, of any but Pokemon. yeah, I remembered the originals. Well, yeah, <laughs> the exception to the rule. Wait, hold on, hold on. Cyndaquil, Quilava. There it is. And then Typhlosion. Okay, yeah, yep. yeah, okay. All right, I do remember. I don't remember the middle one for Chikorita. Uh, Chikorita, Bayleaf. Bayleaf. And, and then, then Meganium. Meganium, yep. yep. And then it was Totodile, um... Croconaw? Yep, Croconaw and the Feraligator. And then Feraligator, yeah. which is inarguably the coolest of the three. Typhlosion, Typhlosion's is close. Great, Typhlosion's close. Typhlosion is a cooler name, Yeah, but Feraligator is a fucking alligator, dude. Yep. And he just stands up and he's gonna punch you in your stupid face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ice punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing Shield. Um, yeah, I think that I think that the wild areas. And, oh, uh, sorry, real quick. Should yeah. I use Arcanine over my starter? Should I just use Arcanine? Because I'm going to go to the move learner because he can learn like flamethrower and stuff now, even though he's level 11. What do you mean? Should you use him over your starter? Didn't you should, choose should, the should grass I just starter? Be using Ar- yeah. So should I just be using Arcanine now? I don't understand the question. There are different I used, types. I, I usually just use one Pokemon. Oh, well, then that's your own call. I usually, yeah. I usually use like three core Pokemon. Um, like I, I I I have a backup for like oh there's an obvious weakness here. Yep. But like otherwise I usually just power one Pokemon up a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. So should I use my starter or should I use Arcanine? Uh I've never had an Arcanine, believe pr- it or not. Probably Arcanine because as you get closer to the end of the game, there's more ice and dragon type Pokemon. Well, with the dragon, it doesn't really matter, but for ice type, fire's good, obviously. Yeah. So. Um, All right, I'm gonna start using Arcanine. Yeah. Also, Arcanine's just amazing. So. Yeah. Arcanine right. and, and I've never, I've never actually had an Arcanine. Oh yeah, Arcanine Believe and Nine Tails are like two of my favorites. Um, I still want to get a Flareon at some point. I know you're, too. you're just gonna be the fire gym leader. I'm basically. always the fire type. Yep. Guy. Yep. 
Right and then a, I picked the grass Pokemon this time. Right, a please stop chilling on your bone. I'm throwing it in the hole. You're gonna go get it and bring it back. It's fine though. Um, Welcome Retta to the podcast. Yep, Retta's uh, here with her bone. Yep, carving it into another shiv. That's mm. what she does. Um, but she's gonna stab him in the ankles if he throws that bone again. She's she's the new Shinja. Oh shit! No, no, <laughs> no. no. That is my title. Uh, I mean, no, I cannot identify nor confirm who is the Shinja. And that is an obscure inside joke from about a decade ago. Um, oh my God, you're right. Yep. Was, yeah, uh, 2010? Uh, yeah, 2010. Was when that was came when out? Dead yeah. came out. Um, I am the Shinja. Yeah. Your shins, they are forfeit. Yep, no one knows any of that. Uh, Pokemon Shield, that between the Dynamaxing and the Wild area, I still don't feel like enough interesting new things have been done to change up the core formula too much. Can I say something? And yeah. I feel like I'm very early, but I real and this might be an early hot take, but I feel like it's not going to get any better. Okay. Your rival sucks. He will not shut up. Oh, I just ever I fucking him. ever. I just mashed. Oh my God. Dialogue. Like, yeah. Oh my God though. But there's so much dialogue. Yeah. There's too much and none of it's voiced. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's annoying. Um, the story's fine. Um, it's just... We're going to talk about this later, but is it us or is it the game? <laughs> um, I, well, Pokemon, it's it's probably us. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, I've been playing Pokemon. Almost done with that. Um, hoping to finish this weekend and put up a final say next week. Um, I've also been playing some more Battlefront 2. I bought the Celebration Edition. Um, expansion or add-on where you get basically almost all cosmetic items up until this point. You get the Rise of Skywalker stuff. And Battlefront 2 is a very good game where it's at right now. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, other than that, let's see if I've been playing anything. I've uh, been playing some Gears 5 right before we started recording. Uh, trying yep, to... we're trying to get you through that before Game of the Year. Yeah, yep. Um, so... Um, that's getting a real Gears 4 vibe from it, where it's like, yeah, it's fine. Um, and I've also briefly played a little, uh, Halo Reach, uh, PC. Been playing some, some multiplayer, and the multiplayer's been fun, so. It's Halo Reach. It's Halo Reach. Where Just on PC? Indeed. Indeed. So That's really all it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. In reality, yeah. Uh, we're not going to be able to fix the problems I have with Halo Reach, so at least it can just be that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been playing. Nothing I've been playing recently has really been uh, been wowing me that much, but just playing stuff here and there. Um, how about you? Um, I, have, I finally, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was saying I was one item away from my Harbinger title. Mm -hmm. Um, and in destiny, this is destiny talk. Uh, yesterday I ran Zane through, it was me, a buddy from the clan and we got Zane to come in and we we're running through the dungeon. This is Zane's first run through the new dungeon on the moon. And he got the ship I needed first dungeon <laughs> first run. He's like, Oh, I got a ship. Neat. And then my, my buddy's like, wait, you got a ship. And he's like, yeah, the bane of tyrants. And he's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I can I can hear you freaking out. So I went through today. Zane wanted to run it again. We had another guy. And I definitely carried us to victory in that one. It was me and everybody else kept dying. So I kept it alive and won it. And I ran up to the chest at the end. And I was like, I deserve the ship. I deserve <laughs> a ship for this. I deserve a ship. I got the ship. Good job. 
I'm a harbinger now. You, you willed it into I existence. Did it. I did. And in a, a few weeks, I don't know when the next time this particular um, uh, Ascendant Challenge is going to come up that I need. But once I get that, I will also be a curse breaker. I'm going through and I'm making it my objective to get all the seals. Yeah. With the ex- like, Unbroken is going to be the hardest one is, is because ki- I need to get Legend three is times. Is Kiss from a Rose an option for one of the seals? If only. Um, the new one is Savior, which oh. I think is a good one. Um, I'm also finishing up my Reckoner. I think I'm going to use that one because there's not a lot of people who did Reckoner because that requires a lot of time. It's a very time-consuming triumph, and I'm halfway done with it. Or I should say with the hardest part of it. Everything else is pretty much done. So I just got to wrap that up, and then I'll be a Reckoner. So that's going to probably take a couple weeks. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out there. I'm doing stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm getting it done. Nice. Which is, which is nice. I'm accomplishing things. I was almost like... I had that awkward moment where it's like, I finally get something I've been working hard to get for a while. And I was just like, well, shit, that's one less thing for me to do. You know? Yeah. (laughs) It was that awkward, like, I'm, I'm happy I got it, but not like as happy as I should be. Cause I kind of liked the chase. Uh, Anonymous in chat dropping the happy Friday the 13th. You too, my friend. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice. Friday the 13th. No wonder I'm sick. Christmas time and Friday the 13th. Oh, shit. I don't. I don't even know what that means anymore. Yeah, right. Um, uh, other than Destiny, I played Gears 5 with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that in a couple minutes. Uh, I played Pokemon, which, yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, oh, that's some BS, my dude. I'm sorry? Brought up my uh, Logitech, Logitech uh, software that I just told you said I have two hours left on my headset. Apparently it went from two hours to 36 minutes. Let me try to find a charge cable. Mm. Fantastic. You keep talking, my dude. I'll yeah, I got you. Um, uh, other than that, de- I've been playing too much Destiny. Um, I'm assuming Ross can still hear me, but... Uh, I can hear you. Excellent. Um, I have to go downstairs. There's no cable. Okay. Uh, I finally started up Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, which... Um, I was waiting for them to fix it on Switch, and then I just kind of gave up any hope of that, and I like it so far. I started it on PC. Um, It's on Game Pass on PC, so I was like, well, I have no reason not to play it now, and then I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and then I'm like, shit, we're recording Game of the Year next week, so I was like, I should at least touch this game. And I put in a good, like, two-ish hours last night. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Really has that nice Castlevania Symphony of the Night vibe. Um, visually, it looked pretty good. Like, no complaints. Um, ran out of solid frame rate. Uh, there's a lot of, like, mechanical stuff going on that's cool that I think I'll, I'll touch more as I advance through. Game is not easy, and, like, in a weird way, like... Some of the weapons I had, they felt a little off, and, like, I felt like I had to get really close to enemies to hurt them, but then, like, you get too close, and you just keep taking damage, damage, like, some enemies will just push themselves too close to you in a way that doesn't feel good, like, for combat. Uh, again, it could just be that it's early, and I'm getting used to it. I'm chalking it up to that, because that happened in Symphony of the Night as well. There were enemies that were just, like, you'd swing your sword, and they'd just be like, okay, well, I'm still gonna touch you, though, and now you're hurt. Um... A lot of cool magic stuff. I like it. I like it. I'm 
I'm going to play more of it, honestly. Um, I want to finish that. I want to finish The Outer Worlds, which I kind of put on the back burner because I've been playing so much Destiny. Uh, I was going to play it again today, but we played Gears, which is fine. We beat the oh, worst boss in the basement. game. Huh? I gotta go to the basement. Oh, God. Did you hear what I was talking about? Yeah, I heard the whole thing. Cool. Oh. That has pretty good penetration, then. But, but now I have to plug in my laptop because the two front USB ports on my tower don't work. Mmm. Mmm. <coughs> We're gonna upgrade you someday. Someday. We're gonna get you there. I just, I, I would love the front USB ports to work someday. No, we're just gonna get a, we'll keep your case, but we'll put a new PC in it. Oh, God. Because you have a nice case. Son of but, a, um, there was a cable underneath the laptop the whole time. Son of a mag. Oh, massive action game. Okay. Oh, oh, and we played Darksiders Genesis. Oh, yeah, we did. That game is not great. No. Oh, my God. We... That that should tell you a lot that we both forgot we played that game together. Yeah. Um it was fun at first. It's basically like Darksiders Diablo, but with no except loot. Except there's no loot. Yeah, so basically we got to a point where we went through this portal to a different section of a level and it wouldn't let me go. Like my character would go and Chris could see me there and I could move around, but my screen would be the pre-portal entrance screen, and we couldn't get past it. So I said, you know what, I'm done. You know what, that game has a lot of, like, uh, per- like depth perception issues, I feel like, too. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, the- that art style does not lend itself to that kind of elevation at that angle. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, this thing looks like I can jump on it, but I really can't. Yeah. Uh, are we done with that? I don't know, man. Like, I hate that I pay $25 for that, but I, at the same time, like, it feels like I might be done with that. How, how many hours did we put in? More than Four? two. Damn it. I can't return yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. Hmm. I don't know, because we're only a fourth of the way through the game. Uh, man, that's talk about a game that's... That thing's reviewing pretty well, too, so I don't know what's... What's it at right now? Uh, it was... Let me bring up Open Critic. I'll bring up Metacritic. Uh, let's see, Darksiders, Genesis. Uh, it's got a seventy-seven right now on Metacritic. Seventy-nine on Open Critic. So, what's the difference with Open Critic? Uh, I, f- I think it's more selective about the which websites they consider credible to add to the average. I think. Okay. It's also, like, crowdfunded through Patreon, so I'm not 100% sure. I know I just like it better. No, that's fine. I used to it's do the, game uh, rankings, game but, rankings you know. of critic sites. Yeah, now that game rankings is going bye-bye. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Darksiders Genesis, neither of us like it too much. Um, it's just been pretty dull, to be honest. It's super just okay. Um, to the point where I feel like reviews, it would be better I, I, if it I, was bad. I feel like it's reviewing awful high. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, dude. That's what I was saying. I don't get it. Huh. Like, Darksiders 3 was, like, good in, like, a, a charming, like, you have to be a fan way. Mm. And this game is not that. 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Airship Syndicate is kind of batting low for me right now. Like, I like Battle Chasers, but there's definitely, like, things that could have been better about Battle Chasers. And then they made this game, which is worse than Battle Chasers. And now they're going to make a League of Legends game, which we're going to get into later. Um, Do you want to talk about the Game Awards first, or do you want to talk about are we jaded or not? (laughs) Um, I feel like the Game Awards is more important. Okay. Um, so um, we should tackle that. I think. Do you want to tackle the announcements or the wins first? Uh, let's do the announcements first. All right. I, I have those ready to go. You want to take the take the helm on that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> kind of going in, in relative chronological order, um, we saw uh, Humankind. Um, we saw a new trailer for that. Um, kind of game looks good. It looks cool. It's like a a sieve combined with what did what did you say sieve with? Well, no. So it's sieve, but instead of choosing a civilization, like instead of being the Egyptians, you start off and then you take traits from civilizations, and you have so like your own you custom progress, leader. Yeah. So as you progress ages, you might take like the Egyptians' ability to you know farm on it. Like I'm just making shit up as I go, but like you know the Egyptians' ability to build like just using civ terms, build wonders faster, like build classical wonders faster. But then in the next age, you might take an ability that makes your you know your naval units more powerful. You know from like another you know civilization that had a stronger navy in that era. Or, you know, in the era after that, you might pick a more technological type thing. Like, hey, I want to pick the traits of a very technologically savvy civilization during, like, the industrial era. Something like that. So you're building, like, this hodgepodge um, civilization, as it were. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I think that's cool. Yeah, and it, and it looks like you can customize what your leader looks like. And as the game progresses, they'll take on new traits and stuff. So... Looks looks cool. I'm definitely interested in it. Um, next up, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. Fuck yeah! Nothing really new, but just reminding you it's coming. Wholly unnecessary, but fun to watch. Yes. Um, then after that came the best trailer, the trailer of the show. Um, starts off, looks a little '80s mixed with Studio Ghibli. Yeah. See this weird Digimon you know, type Tony thing. Three. Yeah, that's what we. That's what Chris called. He I said like, that multiple Nino times. Yeah, and then this little fur furball gets shot into space, and it'll be like, "I'll be back in twenty years." And then he comes back, and it's this super cheesy anime superhero thing. And then all of a sudden, Travis touchdown breaks the screen with his bike, skids to a halt, and reminds you, "Hey, No More Heroes Three is coming out. It's coming out next year." It's just a, a perfect bait and switch. It's like it was great. Oh my god, it was so funny. So it was good. very, it was very well done. Yeah, very well done. I'm more interested in that game now than I ever could have been any other way. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm happy to see that that looked really good because um, the spinoff Travis Strikes Again was really bad, and I played through the entire thing. That was a bad. I'm sorry, game. you shouldn't um, have did that. I needed to finish it. I just needed no, to. You, you didn't. I did. I need to finish <laughs> games, Chris. You're right. That's the only way I gain satisfaction. You're right. Um, next up was the biggest announcement of the night. Um, uh, Xbox Scarlet was revealed, uh, and the real name, again, still not great with names, Xbox Series X. Um, XS, it, XSX. There's an excess of Xs. Um, but, I'm watching the Halo part again. Yeah, so they showed this trailer kind of just 
showing beautiful environments and it it eventually changed into cars and then it changed into a soccer player soccer player and then it changed into master chief master and chief. and that's all and the halo we, we got oh god for that there was like 5 seconds where we were like holy shit this is halo infinite gameplay or something and then like no it was a trailer for the console um they showed their box yeah it's like a holy pc shit. tower like they showed their box yep. it's like it's an xbox one x but if you made it it's, I don't know, it's maybe a little shorter than a 1X. Hold on, let me put up my controller. No, it, it, it looks like about the size of a 1X. If Just you thick. put two of them side by side and then cut it in half Yeah, on the and, other side. And when it's standing vertically on one of the sides, on the top unexposed side, there's like a green light hearkening back to the original, you, which is yeah. nice. And if you stand up your 1X right now and you look at it, just double the length of that, like double the width of it. And that's what it looks like, but it's like half as deep. Yeah, if it's like it's a, like a nice rectangle. It's the X tangle. Like you know, you know, trash cans that people have in their bathrooms that have a flip lid. Yeah, it's kind it's of like it's kind of that size. Um, but yeah, it's like a GameCube. If you stack two GameCubes on top of each other, I, th- I think that's the actual analogy we're looking. Because I just I looked th- at my GameCube and I was like, "Mother of God, it's been in front of me all this time." I think that's exactly it. It's, it's two, two GameCubes Game Cubes on, on top, top of, each, of other. each other. Yep. <laughs> we need to science this when yeah. this comes out. You have Can to you, buy one. <laughs> you should probably put that on the titles. It's two GameCubes on top of another. It's two. It's two GameCubes in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, you should. write that in the titles while i move on um so yeah um i thought the box i think it looks sleek um which is funny because it's so thick um but hey it was cool that they actually showed showed the thing before e3 next year um but no price no anything nothing like that that will be saved for uh, next summer it's gonna um, be real interesting. They and, and we're not gonna get too too much into it, but I did read a thing, and I, I know Ross, you also read a thing, mm-hmm. um, that they said baseline, and this is important to me personally, me, because uh, this is going to decide how much time I spend on my next generation console. Because I imagine this is gonna be similar for Sony, baseline 4K 60. Yeah. So it sounds like 4K 60 is the minimum expectation for these co- platforms, which is all I need in life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's other perfect. If you can do 4K 60, I am infinitely more likely to buy your console. Yeah, and, and another... I'm not going to buy the Xbox because yeah. I have a PC. However... Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the uh, the next... Uh, there was an article that came out after... Uh, we're not going to dive into the specs here, but um, saying it was twice as powerful as the Xbox One X. So... The is CPU, I think the they CPU. said specifically. Yeah, I think the so. CPU yeah. is twice. I think the GPU is going to be more than twice. Yeah. I think yeah. the console as a whole actually is probably going to be twice as powerful. I think that's actually a fair assessment. Yeah, and they showed, they showed the uh, the next controller. It's very similar. The D-pad looks more similar to the Elite controller, and they added a much-needed share button to the controller as well. Yes. So Its, um, it's placement is like, it, you can tell it was kind of like, a, oh shit, we need this. <laughs> They just kind of put it in the middle above the X, or, like, below below the other two, like where the PlayStation button would be on the DualShock. Yeah, actually, I have an Xbox One controller right here, and, you know, that that share button's actually in a a decent place, if I'm just reaching over. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. That's not bad. Unless you have tiny hands, and then it's a problem. Um, You know what? Honestly, I'm thinking of that. Hold on. Yeah. He's thinking. Yeah, that's all right. 
Well, yeah. no, because I was just thinking, because I'm like, you're going to go from the joystick to the middle, and I'm like, that's basically the same motion I do for a dual shock, because mm. I just run my finger up, or my thumb, you know, right. I just bring it up and do it. Um, you know, it's, uh, Tony, it is the X-Tangle. Tony has joined us in chat. Ah, hello. It is called the X-Tangle. Um, maybe like outside of one kind of very niche personal announcement that came a little later for me that I'm incredibly excited about, probably maybe my favorite announcement and surprise announcement was they showed Hellblade 2, um, Senua's Saga, which I wasn't expecting that game to get a sequel. And And it was all running in engine, according to one Phil Spencer who was at the show. Yeah. And it looked good. It looked real good. Those were some good teeth. Those were really good teeth. Those were um, exceptional teeth. So yeah, um, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice was um, one of my favorite games of the year it came out. Um, wasn't expecting it to get a sequel. Very happy it's getting a sequel. Um, that Ninja Theory just speaks to me in terms of the way they make their games. So I'm very excited for that game. And then, you know what? Like Also, you know, worth mentioning after that... Uh, I don't know if you have anything else you're talking about with the uh, Xbox. Uh, uh, the only other thing is that um, Xbox Series X, and I'm getting this from Polygon, Xbox Series X promises four generations of backwards compatibility, and Xbox One peripherals will be compatible, and first-party game saves carry over as well. I wonder what they're going to call the smaller one. Is that like is that going to be Series S? Probably. That would make sense. It would be the only. It would be the most consistent naming convention. And now you can had. now you can do a number like you could do Series X Mark Two. Yeah, X Two, <laughs> Final Fantasy X2. Series X Two. There you yeah. go. Series X Three, Series S Two. You know, yeah. so you can diverge them. Um, you know, but for, for what it's worth, you know, Microsoft. Granted, Microsoft brought their box in a nice reveal trailer, and I, I I gotta say, like the ball is in Sony's court because for as simple as that Xbox looks, mm-hmm. it's sharp in a way I wasn't expecting it to be. Yeah. Like, it's just so different. Like, again, two GameCubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, nobody and, has attempted that form factor since Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and on the front of the box, there's a disk drive slot, and I think it's, it looked like a sync button for controllers. Yeah, and then just the power button. Yeah, and you can and you can put it on its side as well. It's got f- huge vents on the top with, like, LED oh, the, lights do the green stuff. light like, harkening back to the original that was really cool i like man that like I, I listen i'm like i'm sitting here like maybe i should buy this yeah, you're talking yourself into it a little bit i'm talking myself <laughs> into because it it's a nice box it is a nice and playstation's box. gonna release another fucking flat rectangle and microsoft's gonna be like look at this monolith over here yo chris <laughs> look at wh- this thing we've built this is okay. amazing <laughs> okay well, let me tell you what the ps5 is gonna look like it's gonna look so, like the ps4 <laughs> So there's the PS4, which was the uh, double-decker. PS4 mm-hmm. Pro is the triple-decker. PS4 for 5. Or the PS4 5. The PS5? The PS4 5, yes. It's going to be a quadruple-decker. They're just going to okay. add another layer. That's all They're it's going to be. Still a rhombus. It's all going to be yeah. fans. Yep, all fans. If this you won't thing be able sounds to hear like the a, TV. If the, if the new PlayStation sounds like a jet turbine, I'm out. <laughs> yep. I'm going to bring 100%. it back to the store. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Pro. Um, so do you have any... <laughs> 
Anything else about Xbox before I move on to the next? No, I think it like it's it looks weirdly nice. Yeah, um, I think I really that's like the it. perfect way to put it. I feel the exact same way. It's weirdly like satisfyingly nice yeah. to look at. It's I just... want to put that. I want to put that next to my GameCube. <laughs> 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 like, just think about it. You're gonna put it behind your TV, man. You're gonna put it behind your TV because it's not this big like rectangle. You can just kind of tuck it behind the disc drive. You slide the disc right under the gap in the TV. You never know it's there. There it is. Yo, where is your console? It's hiding. (laughs) Don't worry about it. It's not 12 inches deep, you know? They'll be like, Stadia? No. No, it's a console. No. Um, Stadia. Anyway, let's move on. I just want Stadia to be good. Uh, For what it's worth, though, you know, Microsoft brought their box. Sony brought a launch game. Yeah, Uh, which is what I was about to dive into. Yeah, Yeah, this is not uh, Sony proper. This is Gearbox Publishing. But it is a game called Godfall, which I, mm. I just cannot believe is anything except crazy super fantasy destiny. Yeah, looter slasher, they described it. Looter slash that's it's gonna be destiny. It's gonna be Warframe Destiny. Warframe Destiny. Yeah, Warframe Destiny. It's it's Destiframe. Pu- Gearbox is publishing it on PS5 and PC. So, yeah, so that's the uh, official it, first ended, announced PS5. It ended game. at launching exclusively PlayStation 5. Yeah. And it's a launch title. So yep. Microsoft brought a box. Sony showed a game. Yep. So Godfall is, is the exciting. first officially announced P- PlayStation Five. Game. Yeah, that's the, mark so. your calendars. This was the day the PS Five became real. Ah. <laughs> um. Moving on. Um. Bravely Default Two was announced. Um, in one of the most confusing naming conventions of any franchise. So it goes as, Bravely um, Default. Somebody in my chat, as we were watching it last night, uh, said the full title is Bravely Default 2, colon, the third game in the series. Yeah, because if, if you don't know the history, there was Bravely Default 1, or just Bravely Default, then there's Bravely Second, and now there's Bravely Default 2. It's real dumb. Um, but it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive coming in 2020, along with every other game that's ever existed. Um, uh, actually, it's, uh, okay, hold on. I, I, I just read a thing that said first on Switch, and I was like, does that mean it's coming to Switch first, or uh, for Polygon the first has it as an exclusive, Switch. unless there's okay. a newer, newer story. Um, but a- after that, uh, Chris, how about, uh, the first Riot Forge game? Uh, was that the Weird West one? Uh, I'm looking at a different list from you, I think. Ruined King, a League of Legends story. Uh, oh, 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 yeah, 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 That was the one, um... It's by Airship Syndicate. Yeah, that... Mm, less excited for that, having played Darksiders Genesis. Um, but they're making a turn-based, like, RPG-type game uh, that involves... It takes place... Now, this is interesting. Tony, listen up in the chat. Um, They're making a game that takes place... uh, I don't remember the exact name of the event, but when Gangplank died. So, basically, there was this time in League of Legends, uh, in the lore of League, um, Misfortune is hunting down Gangplank. She is, like, the lawful pirate, and he is, like, the evil pirate. And she she has made it, like, her goal, like, I'm gonna get Gangplank. And she did it. So, as far as everyone was concerned, she killed Gangplank. To the point where in League of Legends, he was not selectable as a character. You could not play as Gangplank. At all. 
Right, they locked right. him out for like a week and it was just like he was grayed out and they said Gangplank is dead. And then eventually he came back and, you know, he was like, oh, I'm still alive and eating oranges to prevent scurvy. And, you know, he's doing all his Gangplank things. That's what he does. Um, and so this game is taking place around that time. Okay. Which could be very interesting and could fill in some gaps as to how Gangplank came back. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my uh, Galio uh, walking simulator. I can't wait because that uh, that like anime type show that they tease definitely looks like it's about Vi and Jinx. You love Vi. Vi is my favorite character, and apparently they're probably sisters. There you go. I heard that in the lore. Apparently they are sisters. And so we're going to learn how Jinx became Jinx. And, and not Vi the racist violent. Pokemon. Um, next up... Uh, was a very very brief tease of Player Unknown's next project prologue. Um, uh, I wouldn't even call that a tease. That was a forest. Yeah, it was about that as was, much of that a was, tease that was as the. It was almost. It was basically like the Metroid Prime Four logo reveal. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4's reveal was much more meaningful than that because we didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. This was less effective than the time Glenn Schofield made that video and just said, "I joined PUBG and we're making a single player game." Yeah. Yeah, more or less. This was that, except, like, no information. Yeah, they have a website you can go to. Apparently, the website calls it, uh, quote, an exploration of new technologies and gameplay, end quote. That was not the first, man, that game, like, so many people think they're going to reinvent the wheel with fucking video games all of a sudden. Well, it's just because it's player unknown. It's like, oh, PUBG, Battle Royale. He did it once, he'll do it again. He did it Um, multiple times. He did it for Arma, then he did it for H1Z1, then he did it for PUBG. There you go. All genres I dislike. They're all the same genre. They were all Battle Royale. Pub- uh, Player Unknown's not working on this one. I don't What's think. that? I don't think Player Unknown himself is working on this game. Oh, you don't think so? I don't believe so. I don't believe he has anything to do with this particular project. Gotcha. Okay. Um, fair enough. Well... After that, um, developer End Knight revealed a sequel to The Forest called Sons of the Forest. I'd never heard of The Forest. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't heard of The Forest. Like, I'm not... Man, it's just... I, it surprises me. It surprises it, me a lot. Is it Steam Early Access? Or Steam? It was Early Access for a while. I pay no attention to Steam at all. The Forest so is, like, well. very popular on, like, Twitch and stuff. Um, I also don't watch Twitch. I know. But yeah, there's a sequel, so get excited. Uh, next up, Chris's most maybe most angry trailer of the night: uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Well, how many times trailer? are they going to show that game? <laughs> how is. many times do they have to show that game? It's the same trailer every time. The music is beautiful; it looks like art, and Ori jumps around and does fucking puzzles and shit. How many times do you need to show Ori in the fucking blind forest again? It's so, the same thing. So I don't remember originally what the release date was, but it was delayed until March 11th. Of and next so they year. made another same trailer. The only difference between this and the Final Fantasy VII trailer is like Final Fantasy VII is like a big deal, and Square Enix is like, "Hey, we're totally not fucking this up," and they want to keep reminding people that like, "Hey, we're not actually fucking this up. This is the game you've been waiting like a decade and a half for." And then Ori is just like, "Hey, remember that game we keep delaying? Here it is again." Sure looks like it's ready. I don't know. 
Oh. I just don't. I'm not even mad. I'm not even <laughs> mad. It's just like Microsoft keeps showing that, but they won't show Halo. I was going to say, would you have cared as much if there would have been a Halo trailer there as well as Ori? Well, yeah, but dude, every event they have a trailer for Ori, it feels like. And it's all the same trailer. How much You can't show a lot of that game. All they do is they play the piano and they're fucking, oh, it's just like fucking, yes, it's beautiful. I get it. I just like bringing it up. I know. Uh, I don't know. I'm still bitter at Ori because that first game pissed me off. Yeah. And you were so, and you were right at the end too. I know. Um, And I just, I, I, that was a game that I just kind of gave up on because I was like, I don't like, it's not that beautiful. (laughs) Well, another game that didn't necessarily do it for me after uh, a long hiatus was they showed some Ghost of Tsushima, uh, kind of an extended trailer slash some gameplay. Extended maybe. was generous. Yeah. Um, there really wasn't a ton there. Uh, it's coming out summer 2020. So that just like Ori, that is another game that just keeps showing the same trailer over and over again, I feel like. So and by over and over again, this like, this is only the second trailer. But th- th- that game just feels like, I think because other games like it have come out now. Mm-hmm. And that game just feels like it should have been out two years ago. Yeah. That game feels like it's increasingly late to its own party. Yeah. But yeah, especially again, I haven't, the- you know, this coming from the perspective of no hands-on, you know, I'm not, I don't want to sound as bitter as I sound, but like, I, I, I think I'm just getting a little... Uh, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word I want to use, but it's just, it's on the tip of my tongue. Damn it. Um, you know, like bitter, I guess would be the most appropriate word about all these trailers. Cause it's like, it's trailer, 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 trailer. You know, they've been talking about ha- the next Halo. Halo five was what? 2015. They've been talking about this game for four years. It's not coming out till next year and they're not showing me anything to give me any confidence in it. Ghost of Tsushima was announced in 2017, and they showed exactly two other things about it. The first thing showed nothing about the game. The second thing was a really good extended look at it, where I was like, oh, no. And then they showed another thing where I'm still like, this is less helpful than the last one. And they're showing all these games over and over and over. Maybe I'm just running out of hype, you know? Maybe I'm just bled dry at this point. Maybe. But, like, the games, they just keep showing them, but they're not showing anything. They're not they're yeah. not really doing anything anymore, you know? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk it. had a thing. They showed more cyberpunk at this. And they managed to show nothing. Other yeah. than like, yo, is Cyberpunk actually going to be good or not? I mean, they didn't show a ton here, but like earlier this year they did release like a forty five minute gameplay demo. So like Yeah. But no, and like that and, looked and, dope. And, and even me, like, you know, you know, you could say, well, you said Final Fantasy VII was good. Like, I even said when it came out, after that after that trailer aired, I said there was that was entirely unnecessary. And I only appreciate it because I can't wait for that game. I think that's one of the few games that's a little justified because it's such a... It, it's, it's the biggest game of the generation. Let's be real. Ah, oh, wow. That's... That is big. That's a big statement. The Final Fantasy VII remake. With. Yeah, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, because Absolutely. it's still it's still people who only care about RPGs will play it. It's st- like it's still relatively niche compared to like it's no, it's a, I, it's a you remake. Are severely underestimating how well this game is going to do. I, out of the the entire generation, a remake is is, is the thing that's going to be the biggest thing. If so, that's sad. That I don't we think have that's failed sad. as a generation. It's a ground thing. up remake of one of the most legendary games ever made. 
and but you're getting yeah i still disagree pretty vehemently about that but um i mean we don't know until you know until, until all it comes three out however many but, parts come out yeah well i mean <laughs> this one we'll but like i'm them. just saying like listen okay maybe maybe not the most but like it, it i think an argument could be made that it is the most important game of the generation and it's your favorite game of all time, so I would expect you to make that argument as I'm well. I'm not even saying it, like, from that perspective. I, I genuinely think, like, the Final Fantasy VII Remake, this is, like, the fact that Square has waited so long, and this has apparently gone through so many iterations, and the fact that this game has gotten universal praise, where, like, people are leaving E3, like, yo, I didn't even like the first Final Fantasy VII, but this game is great. You know, like, like, that's a huge deal. That this game is getting the level of praise that it's getting. And if it releases and can, excuse me, can live up to all that pre-release hype, that's insane. That a game, like, you, you, there is no other game like it that has ever existed. A game that has been remade like that after so long, after being so universally praised and re-released and re-released and re-released through so many generations, to be successfully remade, again... We got to get the, you know, we got to play the game. We got to get our hands on it. But like, if that comes out and is as good as it sounds like it's being promised, holy shit. There, it, there was nothing else like it. Nothing else can say it had that trajectory. Yeah, I still don't think it would be the most it's important It's basically a new game but at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think this, I, th- I think... Like I, I get the impact, the cultural impact of it, but I think you're just discarding a bunch of incredible games that have come out this generation as well by saying that. I don't know. I just think you're underestimating how important Final Fantasy VII is to video games. I recognize its importance. I'm saying, but that importance is going to be why. Like, I would not be surprised if this game, if just this version, went on to sell like fucking millions and millions and millions and millions of copies. This could be a game that could hit, like, 10 million copies in, like, you know, a month or two. This is a game that, like, by the end of the year could have 15 million copies under its belt. It could be one of the best-selling games of the generation in the last year of the generation. On one platform. Yeah, it could. Could be. It could. Definitely could. It's the most important game Square Enix has ever put out. Well, well yeah. in recent memory. Well, yeah, yeah no, that, that Square Enix has ever put out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> um, I definitely agree with you on that one. This is make or break for them. If they fuck this up, it's all over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, okay, let's see. Um, tangent over. Tangent over. Uh, there's a brief... I'm not, it's not even worth talking about. Uh, Gears Tactics, uh, they announced it's coming out April 2020. It looks like Gears of War and XCOM had a baby. And I'm okay with it. To Considering be honest, I fell asleep um, the first time I ever played it's XCOM, it's a prequel I don't think I to the entire, entirety of the franchise. It uh, takes place more than a decade before the first Gears game. So um, it looked better than I thought it would. So I'm kind of excited for that. Um, I'm going to skip over some of these smaller smaller things uh the other riot forge league of legends game convergence um, oh for anybody who doesn't know riot forge is the new publishing arm of riot where they are publishing third-party developments uh with their universe 
So they're yeah. basically like leasing the League of Legends license to developers to make games in their universe. Yeah. So uh, Convergence uh, is an action platformer, whereas the previous one was a turn-based strategy game. And this one focuses on Echo, if you've played League of Legends. Yes, the time-traveling boy. Yeah, and it's um, being made by uh, Double Stallion Studios, who made, as I slowly bring up... Oh, good, if you go to their games page on their official site, the page can't be found, so that's promising. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't bring up their games right now, because that page is down on their website. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a League of Legends fan, this was a good Game Awards for you. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There's yeah, that. right. It was not done announcing new games. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and then kind of the last, last kind of big announcement was uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads. Uh, uh, you missed a big announcement. No, which one? Um, The Wolf Among Us Two. Oh, it's not on the Polygon. Well, cool. yeah. they fucked up because they The did. Wolf Among Us Two. This is why I source Kotaku. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> The Wolf Among Us 2 is officially reannounced and happening, which, fucking what? <laughs> I hope it's good, man. They had started it before the studio shut down, and the studio shut down, now they're bringing it back. I think it's going to be better now than it would have been. Uh, I hope so. As long as they have a new engine. <laughs> That's really what I'm hoping for. Uh... Oh, man. And then, oh, oh, I forgot. Every fucking trailer in this show started with a mountain. Fuck. Fast and Furious Crossroads is coming May 2020. It, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez are in the game. Um, and it's coming from the uh, Project Cars developer. Super so. weird. Yeah, um, super weird. A couple and, things that I guess were missed uh, in the one you're looking at. There was Weird West from the makers of um, Prey and Dishonored. Yep. Which was like an isometric type game. Uh, arguably the worst trailer in the show for the game oh, I'm most weirdly excited for. Uh, Dark Alliance is back. That's rough, man. It was a bad trailer. Like, that was just, a really bad trailer. just the worst. It was this weird, like, somebody was capturing CG while holding, or, or like mo capping while holding a selfie stick. Yeah, it was like first person running in a heavy snowstorm and you couldn't see anything and it looked bad. Yeah, it was it was real bad. The music choice was less than ideal for my taste. Um, but yeah, apparently they're making another Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance type game. This one's going to take place in Icewind Dale. Um, there's going to be four very like important, meaningful characters to the Dungeons and Dragons universe. So like, I'm excited for it. But that trailer was god awful, and I the whole time I'm sitting there is this Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance or not? Like I don't know because that trailer was awful. It's just the f- worst. Oh my god. Worst trailer of the show. For the game I'm maybe... One of the games I'm more excited for. <laughs> worst trailer in the whole show. Yeah, it, it was it was rough. I don't think that um, Fast and the Furious trailer was all that good either. I, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. real bad. Um, there were yeah, a lot of just it, not good trailers in this show. It looked like a B game. That's what I said when I was watching it. It looked like a B game. Yeah. Um, but do you, do you want to dive into the winners now? Yeah, let's have uh, that list up. Yeah, let's run through that. Oh, and uh, Magic Legends, which is apparently a new MMO for Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was a thing. Um, nine to five. Did we talk about that? I skipped over that. Okay, tactical shooter thing. It was another kind of classic misdirection trailer. 
uh, and the Apex Legends Holiday Bash uh, went the live. Mirage Voyage. The Mirage Voyage. Um, that actually had a pretty... It overstayed its welcome just a little bit, but it had a really nice, like, mo-capped Roger Craig Smith, like, talking to Jeff Keighley. I, it was good. I ultimately liked it. Um, yep, same here. And Surgeon Simulator 2, which might have co-op. Yeah. It looked it, that it way. It was a weird trailer. Yep. It was a weird trailer that ended up being Surgeon Simulator. Um, but yeah. that's that's everything of importance. Um, okay. Okay. Well, I have the official Game Awards website up, so I won't well, miss okay. anything Okay, so we're here. just going to go through, and I'm just going to read the winner for each category. We're not going to go through the nominees. We talked about that, like, last yep. week or the week before. Yep. Agreed. Um, best Start action slash adventure. Uh, I'm on Kotaku, so. Gotcha. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice won best action adventure. Uh, best game direction, Death Stranding. Best independent game, Disco Elysium. Uh, did you hear? I didn't even realize at the moment, but they they thanked the the authors of the Communist Manifesto. No, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I read it after the fact. Like they thanked like Karl Marx and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! Shit. That's All right. great." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, okay," because I heard there's a lot of like communism in that game, and like it's oh, a, yeah. it's like a plot point. Um, I still I have to play that game, man. Me too. Best independent game, Disco Elysium. Fresh indie game, Disco Elysium. Cleaned up. Um, yeah, it really did. Player's Voice one. Award, which is just like a fucking weird, weird category where it's just like you just vote for a game, I guess. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, hey. So, yes. Good good job. Best AR VR, Beat Saber. Best Performance, Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, best Esports Game, League of Legends. Best Ongoing Game, Fortnite. Big surprise. Best multiplayer game, Apex Legends. Best mobile game, Call of Duty Mobile. Best sports slash racing game, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. Best family game, Luigi's Mansion 3. Games for Impact 3. Is it Gree or Grease? I still don't know. Okay, well they kept saying Grease, so I'm going to call it Grease. Yep, go for it. Uh, Best action game, Devil May Cry 5. Best art direction, Control, well deserved. Uh, Content creator of the year, Shroud. Best strategy game, didn't think it was going to happen. My boy Fire hey. Emblem Three Houses pulled through. Thank it you, voters. It might not be on the nominees for the Game of the Year list somehow, but at least it, it should have been. It's category. It should have been. been. It should have um, been. Fucking A, it should have been. Uh, best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Best esports player, Booga, the guy who won uh, Fortnite, the World Cup. Uh, best role-playing game, Disco Elysium. Uh, best narrative, Disco Elysium. Continued to yeah. clean up the awards all night long. Um... Best fighting game, Smash Ultimate. How is it not Jump Force? It was robbed. You can go. Anytime. <laughs> uh, best esports host. Uh, I don't know how to say that. Joke? Uh, 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 she pronounced it like an SH, I think. Sh- shocks? Shocks, yes. Shocks? I'm pretty sure that's it. Okay, yeah. shocks. Uh, S-J-O-K-Z. Um, it it's, looks Swedish we parsed, to me. We parsed it together. We did. Uh, best esports event 2019 League of Legends World Cup. Uh, best esports team G2 Esports. Never heard of them. Uh, best esports coach Danny Zonic Sorensen. Uh, fucking Counter Strike, I guess. <coughs> best score slash music Death Stranding. Best community Bless you, support. Question mark? It was a st- cough. I couldn't tell. I almost said it was a sneeze. Uh, it I was thought a it was a snuff. Yeah. It's a, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think Continue. of a I couldn't think of a better word for it. You're right. Uh, it was the su, 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 yes. Um, best community support Destiny Two. 
well deserved. Uh, game of the year. Here we go. Uh, this the one I'm going to list. I'm going to list all the options for this one. Nominees were Control, Death Stranding, Smash Ultimate, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and The Outer Worlds. I am happy to say Death Stranding did not win. The integrity of Jeff Keighley's award show is intact. <laughs> uh, I'm also kind of glad to say Smash Ultimate didn't win because, like, man, there's always that chance that Smash just kind of fucked you over in Game of the Year. Yeah, that's a great game. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? You know what you did. Uh, I did nothing. I'm a, one half of the formerly known as Smash Bros. I'm on my own. I don't have a home. Well, they didn't announce Master Chief for Smash. That's my requirement they did, they to come back. Barely um, did anything with Master Chief. Sekiro won. Very surprised. Yeah. I thought for sure maybe Resident Evil had a chance. I thought Control had a chance. I thought Death Stranding would win before that happened. But here we yeah. are. Um, we'll talk more about that on our Game of the Year show uh, coming up, where I can tell you what won't win Game of the Year. <laughs> Sekiro, I- I'm fighting for it. You can go to hell. Um, I didn't play it, but I'm going to fight for it. Hey, Ross, do you want to go through? I-, I found a fun list on Kotaku. The most underrated games of the decade. Do you want to just go through this real quick with me? Yeah, sure. Take a couple minutes. You're going okay. to you're you're read them off? I'm going to read a game, and I up. want your hot take. Okay. Okay. Bring These are under, underrated games of the underrated decade. Underrated games of the decade. The hottest take. Okay. Okay. Mag okay. 2010. I think that got the scores it deserved. Okay. I can see. I can see how an argument would be made for how it is underrated. Yeah. Because that I mean, was the, the ambition was that there. was a seriously like surprisingly well thought out and executed vision of a game like that that was just before its time. It was unprecedented to have that many number of players it was be- at that time It was on before consoles. its time, man. Like, if you yeah. tried to do MAG again now, I bet you could make something special out of it. Just, just like Haze before its time. No. Keep going. Haze was too late. <laughs> Alpha Protocol, also 2010. Yo, I, I haven't played through it all the way, but that game was really underrated. Okay. That game was had a lot of different branching choices. It had a lot of cool ideas. That was Obsidian. All right. Um, um, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with this one. Bioshock 2. I haven't played it. Uh, I've I've put like four to six hours into it multiple times, and I haven't been able. To, it hasn't grabbed me. It but. is. I'm not gonna sit here and be like it is every bit as good as the first one, but it is sure. well deserving of the two at the end. And arguably, from what I've also heard, has maybe the best piece of DLC of all time. Minerva's, Minerva's Den, Den is yeah. fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I okay. love it. And uh, nice. those people who made that game went on to make Gone Home. Perfect. So. We there know we know what we're dealing with here. Gone Home, one of the most important games ever made. They were who we thought they were. Yeah. Um, I also kind of agree with this one. Dragon Age 2, 2011. Uh, yeah, I didn't play that. I, d- I know it got a lot of hate. Um, it was the more action were smaller. It, it was more action-y, and there was a defined, like, player character. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah. I like okay. Dragon Age. Excuse me, I like Dragon Age 2 enough, and then I think they got the good blend in um, Inquisition, which is why that was the one I finished. Um, right. Driver San Francisco, 2011. Always heard really good things about that game. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing a lot of good things on the Bombcast about that game, actually. Kotaku, um, in its day, ran an article titled, uh, Driver San Francisco is the best game no one is talking about. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Uh, uh, couldn't agree more. Binary Domain, 2012. Uh, so the team, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I team remember, that I made Yakuza made a Gears of War. 
Yeah, and, and you could do you could do voice command stuff. And it was a cool. There game. was Big Bow. Yep, it's a good I, game. I remember Big Bow. It's a yep. damn good game. I wish okay. it had co-op. We would play yeah, it a lot more if it had co-op. Yeah, we would have. Um, Sleeping Dogs, twenty twelve. Yeah, that was a I super fun game. I don't feel like that game was underrated. I feel like that I feel game like it was quickly forgotten I, I, about. I feel like that game had a long, like, lasting impact. Like people keep talking about Sleeping Dogs. I feel Did like they? that's a game well, that hasn't gone away. I feel like the, the only reason I heard about it as much as I did was because Vinny played it a lot of giant ball. I don't know. Like, other, I feel other like other that, I, don't I, remember I remember hearing a lot of good things about Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Freedom Cry 2013. Uh, I believe that was a standalone expansion for Assassin's Creed 4. Um, yeah, I, I didn't play it. Okay. Couldn't disagree with this more. Uh, remember Me, uh, which is an incredibly mm. forgettable game. Uh, from the people who would go on to make Life is Strange a much more memorable game. Um, yes. Yeah, no, Remember Me is not a great game at all. It's like yeah, didn't it's like it. Control if Control was bad. Yeah, it's like a like a prototype, like a game jam version of Control. Yeah, it's, it's just bad Control is Remember Me. It had bad um, controls. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of ideas, but it doesn't mean they were all good. Sure. Call of sure. Juarez, uh, Gunslinger, 2013. Yeah. Uh, then play it again. Yeah. Uh, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. I hear not get into so it. many mixed things about that. Yeah, I I'm one of the few people who really enjoyed Final Fantasy 13 and 13 2. I could not get into Lightning Returns. Uh, Virginia, 2016. I loved Virginia. Virginia was underrated. That is a creepy, atmospheric gone home-esque type game um that has aliens it's great might need to play that uh it's really watch good. dogs 2 2016 yeah, i like how I this starts watch things. dogs protagonist aiden pierce was a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> also you're, heard that a you're lot. not wrong um yeah. yeah uh i've heard good things about that game uh, here's a game I don't rem. I think I remember hearing about this game, but never actually did anything about it. Um, Echo released in 2017. Um, Echo. I think it was a game where like there was you like record like oh yeah you- so whatever actions you did were recorded and learned by enemies. So like if you jump over a hazard, they'll jump over it. If you fire a gun, they'll learn how to fire a gun. So huh. everything you do makes the enemy stronger. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so like they said here, Echo builds its levels uh, such that it forces you to perform actions that make enemies more dangerous and challenges you to avoid using your best options lest they get turned against you. Part stealth, part horror. Uh, they call it an absolute gem. Huh. Well, there you go. Yeah. This game I never heard of. Uh, the Missing J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. Oh, I heard that game was phenomenal. Um, story-driven narrative, kind of. Uh, I believe it's kind of like a Gone Home-esque type narrative game. Um, I've, I heard really good things about that, actually. Okay, I never actually heard of it. And then uh, here's a pre- pretty recent release, Pathologic 2. Didn't play it. Yeah. Uh, it's a sequel to a 2005 game. fair well that was fun yeah what are your thoughts mostly mostly agree yeah i think i mostly agree with that list from from even if i if i didn't play some just from knowing 
about them I feel for like osmosis. That Echo game might be like worth checking out. Yeah. Man. They lost me at Remember Me though. Like fuck. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not that. Um All right. Um do we want to get jaded at the end or do we want to go through like news at the end? Uh what more news do we have? We had a couple things. Um Let's yeah, just let's go through the news. news. Uh, there's a new Bioshock game in development, officially confirmed, uh, yeah. being developed by a new 2K studio called Cloud Chamber. Um, Kotaku's Jason Trier later said that there, this game has been like reworked multiple times, but um, that this is the latest incarnation of it. They said it's a few years out. Or they said it's, it'll be in development for the next several years. Um so no platforms or release dates announced. We can assume next generation in PC. Um, yep. So it is headed. It has locations in both uh, Novato, California and Montreal, Quebec. Uh, it is headed by Kelly Gilmore, who started or who has worked at uh, Fraxis Games for nearly two decades uh, on Civ and XCOM. So cool. take that as you will. As yeah. I listen. Hmm. I get it. Like those are popular, well-received games. Do not XCOM my Bioshock. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, what if they save your Bioshock? Don't do it. Don't XCOM my Bioshock. What if they save your Bioshock? If they save it. Did you say XCOM and Civ? Oh no! Yeah, XCOM and Civ. That, no, how would you Civ Bioshock? I don't even know how that would work. Very carefully is the correct answer. You just try and negotiate diplomacy with Andrew Ryan, and he just says, no, the industry comes first. <laughs> More or less. And then yeah. Sophia Lamb is like, no, the people for now. <laughs> <laughs> and then Fontaine's just like, fucking money and bitches. <laughs> Perfect. That, I mean, that's pretty much Bioshock right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so they're very early in the process. Uh, they did not confirm if it would introduce a new city or return to Rapture or Columbia. I kind of hope they do something new. Uh, and Ken Levine is not involved at all. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I am interested to see what they would do with a new Bioshock game. Yeah, me too. I hope I hope it's not a ton like infinite i i liked infinite still i st i haven't played it in a while but i still stand by the fact that i enjoyed infinite uh i think it's actually a very good game I'm not trying to just you know hate on ross but i i liked it um, i think the story is good i think the gameplay is was i enjoyed I the gameplay, gameplay more than any other bioshock game the combat took way more precedence over the exploration of the world and every single time you knew exactly when you were getting into combat because the combat arenas Kinda were like beyond obvious yeah Maybe I was... Alright, I, I guess I'll have to try it again and see. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I am interested to see where that goes. Um, Minecraft on PS4 is finally getting cross-play. Uh, or I should say already has it. Because on December 10th, they got the... Uh, what's what's it called? They have a specific name for it. Um, Bedrock Edition or something. I don't know. Uh, I think so, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. So that's the version that's like, you know, ships on Windows 10, not the Java version, but the Windows 10 native version. That's what's on Xbox, on Switch, on iOS, on Android, and Gear VR. So that's on everything, and you can play with anybody on those systems. And now PlayStation can. There we go. We made it. We did it. 
<clears throat> we did it. That's what Chris and I kept yelling at each other during the Wolf Among Us announcement. We did it. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so purchases will carry over and progress will carry over across platforms. Uh, that's really cool. I'm, I'm happy yeah. that that's finally happening. Sony's uh, loosening the belt there a little bit. Um, also weird. Uh, Sony is going to start releasing MLB The Show on multiple platforms. That was an exciting announcement for a ton of people. Yeah. Because that's so been the only good baseball game. I feel like that was a thing where like their contract ended and nobody yeah. else is picking up MLB. Because the thing is, is Sony is the only first party. As part of the contract, Sony is the only first party who can develop an MLB game. So they have like the first party rights, but a third party publisher was always able to scoop up the rights. Like that's why 2K Baseball used to exist alongside the show. And then the show just showed it up and it wasn't even close after that. Um, So the show has been the only game in town and now Sony is still going to be developing it at Sony San Diego, but they will be releasing it. I would assume at least on Xbox and probably PC because MLB wants that game money. Um, Nintendo of America, actually, you know what? Nintendo might be getting it because they reshared the tweet. Uh, and Microsoft's Phil Spencer said, great to see the game is coming to more players. So to recap, uh, from Kotaku, a series developed internally by Sony will be appearing on rival consoles. And if you remember a couple months ago, Sean Layden said something to that effect. You may be seeing some of his in-house developed titles appearing on other platforms. There it is. There it is. Sony's still making the best baseball in town, and now everybody's going to know it. Yeah, it's coming to Switch too, which is exciting. You would assume. If Nintendo is tweeting it, you would assume. And I saw saw it was confirmed. Oh, it was confirmed? Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And that's going to be starting in 2021. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um... Let's run through this real quick. God, everybody did something this week. Sony had their last state of play of the year uh, where they announced uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake is confirmed coming April 3rd, 2020. Uh, and it will include okay. Project Resistance, which is that online survival game, the the multiplayer, like four versus one type thing. Oh, it's okay. going to be included with that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, The Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC expansion uh, is coming with new characters and battles on January 23rd, 2020. I believe it's coming to other platforms a month later. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is coming to PlayStation 4 on December 17th. Uh, Dreams will be available on PlayStation 4 on February 14th. Uh, Spellbreaker is a spell-based battle royale. That's starting a closed beta. Um... There's a couple VR games. They showed the Predator game. They showed a little bit of Babylon's Fall, that Platinum Square Enix game. Um, Super Liminal, which is like a weird uh, puzzle-based game. Uh, And yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay. (laughs) And I love love the first comment. Because uh, the super liminal, and I, just, I thought the same thing from The Simpsons when they said super liminal. It's like, hey, you, join the Navy. <laughs> you ever watch that? Did you watch The Simpsons? Uh, not too much, no. They made a fake boy band, and their leader, their their head guy was LT Smash. Uh, and it was Lieutenant Smash, and the whole purpose of the boy band was to get people to join the Navy. So they were subliminally, like, sticking, like, this backwards join the Navy line in the songs. And then people started joining the Navy, and he tells Lisa, there's three kinds of, you know, advertising. 
uh, subliminal, liminal, and superliminal. She's like, what's that? And he goes out the window. He says, hey, you, join the Navy. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> Great. It, is, it was when the Simpsons really knew what it was doing. It was like peak <laughs> Simpsons. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake is a timed exclusive until March 2021. Yeah. March 3rd, 2021, it comes to PC and Xbox, I would assume. But, uh, yeah, so we got it. Apparently, it's on the box. Timed exclusive until 3-3-2021. Interesting. Yeah, so I'll have to buy it again on PC. Um, fucking A. I'm not waiting a year to play it. I'm not. <laughs> I refuse. Um. So, yeah, we got that out there. Uh, We've been talking a lot about... Uh, streamers leaving Twitch, but Twitch is finally doing something about it. Uh, they signed oh. multi-year deals with Dr. Lupo, Lyric, and Tim the Tatman, uh, all three of which I actually follow. I've heard two out of the three of those people. Dr. Lupo does a lot of charity work and apparently is a former like des- like D1 hero. Oh, he did a lot nice. of trials in D1. Um, Lyric is entertaining, and Tim the Tatman is just funny, kind of genuine dude. Um, so all three of them have signed exclusive contracts, which will ensure they remain on Twitch for the next several years. Um, that's very smart of Twitch. They've realized like, yeah. Hey, we got to start, you know, they were bleeding. Deal. They yeah. needed to stop the bleeding. <laughs> yeah. It was super important that they did that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, almost done. Redbox is going to stop, uh, renting video games. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, super bummer. And they're selling them through the end of the year at a discount, but then they're all gone. Huh. Yeah, that was a really easy way to just go to a machine and rent a video game for a couple days. And never take it back. No, you have to, because they charge you $3 a day. You have to take it back. I wonder wonder why they're... they're, Video games are expensive. Yeah. Um, And then finally, Nintendo had an indie world that I didn't even know was going on. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, um, couple of announcements. Axiom Verge 2, which is a prequel yeah, to Axiom Verge. Yeah, that's what it was. A I'm excited about that. Story, which is a sequel to Golf Story. And will Golf Story is really good, many too. many sports, including baseball, tennis, soccer, and more. Um, Skatebird, yes. which is the skateboarding bird, is coming late 2020. Uh, okay. Gleamlight is from the development studio that did Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, which we talked a little bit about early. Side-scrolling action game with stained glass look uh, in which you play as a sword. Yeah. All right. Uh, you are the sword. Super Mash, which feels like it just wants to be Super Smash so bad. Um, <laughs> it's coming in May, and it's set up in a game shop owned by a brother and sister who discover a mysterious game console. Every time they turn it on, it mashes different game genres together. Uh, that's the Kotaku huh. take on it. Um, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, puts dungeon crawling and dating sims uh, all in Is one this package. This from Dream Daddy. The, the art style looks Which similar one? to Dream Daddy. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon looks kind of similar to Dream Daddy. Oh no, the gameplay is completely different. It was just the, the like splash artwork. Yeah, that I looks know what similar. you mean. Never mind. Um, from the developers of Hotful Boyfriend, uh, they are teaming up with the composer of Ace Eternity, uh, Ace Yo. Eternity, Ace Attorney, to make a game, uh, Murder by oh Numbers, a visual novel Picross game. Yo, I'm going to throw this out there. Um, the Phoenix Wright, the Ace Attorney franchise, is probably top three for 
best music in video game history. Wow. It's so, so good. I'm I'm officially excited for that game, even though I don't know how to play Picross. Uh, the Survivalist is a pixel art survival online multiplayer game from Team 17, a.k.a. The Worms Guys. Oh, oh they made uh, one of my favorite underrated games from uh, last year on Switch, uh, Yoku's Island Express. There you go. Uh, and Oddworld Stranger's Wrath is coming to Switch in January. That was a very good game that I never played. So yeah, they chance. also reminded people of a couple other games that are coming to Switch. Um, they also released uh, that day... They released Dauntless and Talos Principle Deluxe Edition. And also nice. coming to Switch in 2020, Streets of Rage 4, Dreamscaper, Bacon Switch, Sailforth, and Liberated. Sounds like a pretty good show. I'm excited about a fair few of those games. Yeah, that's... um. Nintendo, bring in the indies. It's never going away. It is not. Uh, and finally, for today's show... Uh, Ross had a question, because we were playing Gears before. Uh, this question comes in from uh, Ross Orlando. Um, long time, first time. Long time, first time. Uh, Ross asks, are we more jaded about these franchises? Or are we, or are they getting worse? Uh, this was in relation to Gears, because we both kind of are coming away from Gears 5. I'm already jaded, um, because I was like, Gears 5 is just okay, and I have to keep playing it. Uh, <laughs> And every time I play it, I'm like, this is worse than I remember. Some ways better, some ways worse. Um, and then Ross is kind of coming to it for the first time and got to see the worst boss fight in the game. And we actually did a pretty good job with it, all things considered. Yeah, it, That was it my wasn't best that run of that boss. We only <laughs> lost once. It's because you had the best teammate that time. All right. You know what? I can't fight you on that. It worked. Hey. Um... But yeah, so are we more jaded at series like Gears, at series like Halo, or are they actually getting worse? That's a complicated question with, I think, a very yeah. simple answer. Yeah. Uh, these are games that are still from a time and place where video games weren't as progressive, I think, as they are now. And I think Gears and Halo... I think the problem with Halo is Halo tried to reach too much? No pun intended. Ha! No pun intended. Uh, okay, okay. But they okay. went out there and they saw the Call of Duty pie and they were like, hey, g g g give me a, a little bit of that. Let me get some of that over here. And I think they kind of were like a little too reactionary with that. And I think Gears is still too stuck in the past. And I think with Gears, they're too afraid to do the same thing. I think third person... Games have gotten better than Gears in the years since Gears 3. When when Gears was the big, like, huge-ass AAA juggernaut that it was on Xbox 360, games have gotten so much better since then. They're more fluid, the shooting is better, the arenas are better, the enemies are better, the AIs are better, and I feel like Gears is still the same game I was playing back in 2008. We don't talk about the original, that game has aged horribly. But starting from two on, I feel like they're all the same. Yeah. And with Halo, I think Halo did too much to keep up with the times that it forgot what it was along the way. So I think those games are getting worse because they're not... Halo spent so much time trying to catch up that it never actually moved forward. Does that make sense? 
No, I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. I think you. Ju- I think you just answered the entire discussion right then. Was that the smartest that thing I've ever said on this podcast? Top three, Holy at shit. least. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing else to say. You actually just answered it all. So that was a great. Let's talk about. I had so much more. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That summed it up. Damn it! I didn't think it was gonna. Uh, shit. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a great conversation. I was going to be like, oh, but the, you know, you got all these studios doing that. And then, no, I don't even have I, to. I have nothing. I've, I legitimately have nothing else to add to that. Damn. Um, I do have one other Xbox One Series X piece of news that I just found. Okay. Um, so, you know, consoles today, they can, uh, they can resume the last game you were playing. Basically, like a save state. You can, like, back out and just start up without having to start the game back yes. up. Yes. So apparently with Xbox One X, you can do that with up to five games. What? So um, I'm going to read um, from, uh, this was from Jason Ronald, or wait a sec. Uh, yeah, Jason Ronald, who was part of Team Xbox, sat down with GameSpot um, and quote, Today we have the capability of instantly resuming the last game that you were playing. Why can't you do that for multiple games? Many players choose to play multiple games at the same time. Being able to instantly jump right back where I was, those are the things that we can do with the platform level to make the gaming experience better, end quote. Um, So with the Xbox Series X, you'll be able to suspend and resume multiple games at once without listening to your jet engine of a console meltdown in your entertainment center. With Spencer claiming the Series X runs very quietly, this means you won't need to sit through a lengthy load when you resume Red Dead Redemption 2, even if you were just playing Destiny 2. So it sounds like the, your five most recent games will the states will be saved automatically, and you won't have to go through a startup sequence. That sounds amazing, right? That sounds amazing. Series X is it? It sounds like it could be kind of cool. Man, this is making me sit here like fuck. PC can't do that. <laughs> it's the, it's the one thing. It's the first thing. That's the one thing PC doesn't do. It's true. It's very true. Um, and then that's all I have. I did want to say, I think, uh, we should give, uh, have Jerry make a poll on the official half gen Twitter, um, with the question that we debated earlier, will Final Fantasy seven remake be the most important game of the generation? I'm down for I think that. that would be a fun, fun poll question. And that's all I have. <laughs> oh, uh, other, other news that actually just dropped recently. Uh, Frostpunk is getting a new expansion out January 21st. It's a prequel. It's all before Ooh. the ice. It's called The Last Autumn. Ooh, that's a good name. That's a real good name. And very, like, yeah. kind of hitting the nail on the head there. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, I didn't think we... Uh, in terms damn. of stuff stuff going up on the site, I'll be putting up a, a Pokemon uh, Final Say next week. I- we'll also be recording our Game of the Year podcasts next week. Uh, yeah, I, I totally forgot to put up my... Um, Age of Empires thing. I'm going to do that this coming week. Uh, probably Monday. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Game of the year. I'm going to try. I think we should still try to do a regular, even if it's short, like regular weekly podcast. But like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So scheduling. I'll talk to you about that once we're done with this. Yeah, We'll, we'll um, figure out what the hell is going to go on with that. But yeah, game of the year is going to yeah. be recording next week. Those are going to go up over like the the end of the year over the course of the end of the year um and articles to follow once we uh 
you know, have, have all the winners decided. And we'll also be putting up our usual personal top 10 lists as yep. articles. So as expect well. those also before the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So it, Chris, honestly, I haven't looked at what I have to do on Sunday, but if you get out at like six or whenever you said, that might be a good day to at least start the podcast. I was going to use that day to get some more time in on some games. <laughs> <laughs> because that's my last chance. I, I know, but <laughs> you, you get home very late Monday I through know. Wednesday. <laughs> no, so I'm off it's Wednesday. It's already going to be a struggle for me. You're off Wednesday? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yes. Um, but I think that is it for episode 128. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I can't believe it's almost 2020 and when every single game that's ever been announced is coming out in the first four months of the year. So. Yeah. God. So, yeah. <sighs> Too many games. I'm barely going to be, I'm not even going to be caught up with 2019 because fucking destiny. Um, yeah, okay. it's your own damn it's fault. It's my fault. And I choose this life and I would choose it you again. <laughs> I would choose it every time, but goddamn. Um, but we will be back in some shape or form next week. Um, and yeah, we will catch you then. Have a good one, everybody.